American Giant would like to thank you for doing business with them. They started advertising with us uh, about uh, a year ago. Well, I think it was October of last year after I met with the founder of the uh, company. I brought him in and uh, introduced him to you because he's an amazing guy that started this uh, company because we're not manufacturing anything. And he's a guy who's like, we've got to make things in America. So he went, I think he went to Japan and brought all of these machines that we hadn't, you, you know, you, the, remember the old champion sweatshirts? They're not like that anymore. They're not like they were when I was growing up. Well, that's because we sold the machinery and we, we lost all the people that, you know, knew how to run them. He put them back together in North Carolina. And now he's making clothing all in America. And it's great clothing. Frequent uh, American Giant. You're looking for clothing. You want the absolute best and all 100% made and uh, assembled here in America. It is American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. America, I think I've had enough. I think I am finally there where I have had enough. And I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. Live not by lies. I'll give you an example of what that means in 60 seconds. Patricia lives in Arizona with her two dogs, and she's one of those people who've understood their need for good dietary supplements for years. Until a couple of months ago, she was feeding them each three separate supplements every day. The expenses were adding up. But then she heard me talking about rough greens on the show, and she decided I should probably try that on my fur babies first. Now her dogs are happy and healthy, and she's saving a ton of money by getting everything she needs in one bag. I want you to try out Rough Greens for your dog. It's a supplement invented by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black. And you pour it on your dog's food. And honestly, I've seen, seen, I was going to say miracles, but I don't want to overstate it. I I thought my dog was old, uh, yet he was doing fine. Uh, When I started feeding Uno Rough Greens, not only did his willingness to eat go way up, but also, he changed over the months. The first few months, man, he was like, all of a sudden, he was active again and playing ball. It was crazy. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. You get your first bag free. Just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. So, <clears throat> yesterday, I, uh, I got a phone call. 
I want you to know that you are going to see very few posts from me or any of your Blaze uh, family in your Facebook news feed moving forward. And you deserve to know why. Tucker Carlson had the, uh, the release of the January 6th footage. Uh, and I spoke to Tucker Carlson and I posted and we posted the video to Facebook so you could see it in case you missed. Well, yesterday we got a, uh, a, a note on our page. This contains partly false information checked by independent fact checkers. See why. So um, then we got a notice, partially false information in a post shared by your uh, uh, page uh, contains same information as a post checked by independent fact checkers. Uh, it may have small differences, but the fact checkers at PolitiFact say information about the post shared by Glenn Beck is partially false. To stop the spread of face news, we've added a notice to your post. Okay, fine. Well, man, we started talking about it. And we started looking into it. And here's what they, the propagandist, uh, tell us is a fake post. They sent us a warning. Several said that my page is now going to be reduced in distribution because of this false information. What is false? In the video, Stu, you lying liar, how you lie all the time. We discussed the, the curious case of Ray Epps, the man who was seen egging on the January 6th, uh, January 6th protesters. He did it the night before. He did it the day of. He was seen on videotape doing it. He was seen whispering in the ear of somebody just before that somebody went and pushed back the police. He then wrote a note to his nephew saying, I orchestrated it. I orchestrated it. He was on the top five most wanted list. And then suddenly everything's okay. And the New York Times writes this glowing piece about how Ray Epps is just, he's a good guy and everybody needs to leave him alone. What? Okay, so we brought this up. We brought this up. But the lying hacks at PolitiFact admitted that, yes, Epps did send the text. However, it's mostly false. Why? Because Ray Epps testified to the January 6th committee that he didn't really mean it. Oh, oh, I didn't. Oh, thank goodness you've let me know that. <laughs> you know, what's weird is I remember if anybody would post that Glenn Beck isn't a racist, uh, they would probably fact check that because, you know, I was a racist for saying on television that I thought Obama was a racist. However, even though my career and everything else was smeared by these lying fatheads and they still smear me today on this even though i said the very next sentence no that's not right i don't mean that i just mean he seems to have some okay i said no he's not a racist that's not right but did i get a break for that but ray epps 
a guy who's on the FBI most wanted list, who's seen doing all the things that are illegal, inciting violence. That's illegal, inciting violence. They just take his word for it. Huh. And that doesn't raise anybody's eyebrows. Nobody's like, oh, no. No, no, no. We know so much about Ray Epps. He's a good guy. Wait, wasn't he like one of the big, I don't know, grand dragons or whatever it is for Oath Keepers? Haven't you smeared Oath Keepers and said they are the worst? They're worse than Donald Trump. Okay, but he was running it. And yet you believe that he didn't mean it. Oh, okay. What? That's why I said yesterday when they said, all you have to do is issue a correction and take it back. And we'll get rid of all of the penalties, all of them. And you're, you'll be allowed to be read by your people and it will be great. I said, go screw yourself. I am not changing my opinion. I am not changing the facts. Those are the facts. You let the American people decide if they should take Ray Epps at his word or not. What? The January 6th committee, which yesterday admitted that they hadn't watched the tapes. They're going to be the arbiter of truth. Now government is the arbiter of truth. Do you know why we have a First Amendment? It's not so I can say things, you know, out on the street corner. It's so I can question what's going on in Washington. That is, that is not just my right. It is my duty to question the government. Something's not right. These people are no more than propagandists Liars, malignant, despicable liars. So when I was given the option of the correction, I said, no, no. But then, Blaze, the Blaze was notified that, well, that'll affect more than just you, Glenn. Facebook says they have to take, they have to hit all. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have to hit Steve Dace too. Why? 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 Why did Steve? What did Steve have to do with it? Well, you all work together at the Blaze, so everybody is gonna have to pay that price. And so I said to the Blaze, "Well, I know where I stand, but I don't want everybody else to pay the price. So you do whatever you want." And they laughed. Oh. <laughs> We're telling them to go to hell. I just wanted you to know. Okay. All right. We are, the media, they are drowning. The next thing that you're going to see them do, mark my words, they are going to try to get government money to keep their head above water. They're not going to be able to make it anymore. There are more people listening to me on my radio show than there are watching cable news right now. That's insanity. That is a national cable network that is in 95% of the homes. Nobody's watching it. 
Thus, with nobody watching, they can't sell advertising. And without advertising, they can't pay the bills. But we're so darn important. I'm telling you, you watch. They will start getting money from the government. And then you'll be able to trust them for sure. Because everybody questions the person who's giving them money to stay alive. We are in the battle of good and evil, truth and lies. There is no neutral anymore. Either you fight for the truth or you enable lies. We're about to go into some of our biggest battles we've ever had, and I've had big battles. Uh, I would like to ask you to become a Blaze TV subscriber today. You are truly the lifeblood of everything we do. Without you, we are at the complete mercy of big tech. We are at the complete mercy that someone will throw us a bone and give us a break. I don't want a handout. I want equal justice. I want my First Amendment rights, not just as I'm going to use this word because the uh, the head of the um, San Francisco Inquirer we had an argument about it, and he insisted I was a journalist. And I said, no, I'm a commentator. You're a journalist. Okay, then I want my First Amendment rights as a journalist to be able to question and be heard. I don't really give a flying crap what they do. I don't. I have faith in you. I bet 10, 12 years ago on you. I knew that I would not be able to make it for long and keep my soul in that cesspool that's called cable news. I knew I would not be able to keep my soul. So what do we do? Well, they all said, go out on your own, do a podcast. I didn't think a podcast was enough. I think we needed to build something that would have some legs that would be able to stand and eventually replace them. So I started the blaze. Oh, I was crazy. Nobody's going to do that. Our reach now is far bigger than it was when I was at Fox. Me personally, my show personally, is at its zenith. But things aren't all in one place like they used to be. This is why the press just ignores Joe Rogan. Oh, he's, he's just on one of those internet things. But they know the power of Joe Rogan. They know the power of the blaze. And now they can't take it. So now they have to rig the system again. They don't like fair play. They don't like competition. Because when you're lying, people eventually figure it out. And we've figured them out. America has figured them out. I bet on you 12 years ago. And I've told you that we took advertising. 
We did everything else because we needed to build it. And we needed you to subscribe because if everything is pulled out from underneath of it, underneath us, if we're not serving you and giving you the information you need, well, then we deserve to go off. But we work hard every day. And I know you work hard for your money. But just the just the information I believe we gave you this week alone is worth the price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks. I'm done. Would you please go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and join us? I told my team to activate the code will not be censored. It'll be worth 20 bucks off your annual subscription. This code's only going to be active for the next few days. Help us fight against big tech and government censorship. They have no right to claim the truth. They are not the arbiters of the truth. These people have lied over and over and over again. Join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use again the promo code will not be censored and save $20. Deborah lives in Massachusetts until very recently. She had a pretty serious problem. The pain in her hip kept her up at night not allowing her to get any rest, and Deborah was starting to get desperate. Fortunately, she heard about Relief Factor on the radio and some incredibly talented host with a very sexy voice, I have no doubt, was telling her, you should try this. And so she took Bill O'Reilly's advice, and she tried it. Four days, four days, she says, Deborah's pain in her hip, gone. I'm sorry, diminished. A few days later, gone. Deborah has been taking Relief Factor ever since. When she goes to bed at the end of the day, she knows she's going to have a good night's sleep now. She got her life back, and so can you. Please try the three-week quick start. It doesn't work for everybody, but about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, Relief. 1995, three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com. 1-800, the number four, Relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. So in light of today's news, I probably shouldn't have done this. But yesterday I shared with you that I bought the entire Roe versus Wade archive from the attorney for Roe. Uh, they were expecting this to go to, I don't know, some library, some university. Uh, you know, I thought it would go to Bill Gates because he's always looking to decrease, decrease the surplus population. Um, but it was an auction and my wife and I bought it. 150 document archive includes everything from the court filings at Northern Texas, Texas district court that kicked off Roe versus Wade. Um, it has 
It has all of the arguments. It has letters between the attorneys. It, it has all of the testimony. Um, you can read about it in the Blaze article. They broke the story yesterday. You can see the actual documents at glenbeck.com. Um, these documents came from Linda Coffey herself. She's the original lawyer. And she wanted it to go to somebody that uh, could inspire the next generation of pro-choice activists. And my wife and I looked at it and said, what is this worth? And my wife said, um, 63 million babies. Probably that's what it's worth. And so we decided whatever we could pay uh, would be worth it. And I am asking you now, because this is, this is a Moloch-like relic of butchering babies. It is awful. It is now in my historic collection, and it will remain there as a solemn reminder of the inherent dignity of every human person. But this is where you come in. Being pro-life is not just fighting for the dignity of babies, but also the b- dignity of moms. Moms, you are just as much a part of this story that needs to be remembered and told. I'm asking you to do something very hard. If you have ever had an abortion and regret it, or you were about to have an abortion and decided not to, we would love to honor your story. Your story matters. And I want to include them as part of our nation's history, along with the Roe versus Wade documents. If you have a story about an abortion that you regret or an abortion you decided to not go through, or... If you were a baby that mom didn't want, but you survived, please write your story. I ask you to do it with pen and paper. The, the handwriting to me is much more personal than just a typed uh, letter. But if you have to type it, type it and just personally sign it. Send it to glenbeck.com. We don't need your full name or anything like that. Um, and uh, you just tell us you can sign it any way you want but we do need a phone number so we can verify that you are who you say you are um find the p.o box uh to mail your story the p.o box is at glenbeck.com but i ask you to do this this is going in the vault and it will be seen hopefully soon nationwide right next to the roe versus wade documents as a tribute to the sacredness and dignity of human life Will you join us on this difficult project? Glenbeck.com. Find all of the information there. All right, back in just a minute with more. The Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, a lot of good things going on in Florida these days. One of them is the Let Us Do Good Village in Land Lakes. It is the uh, first village of its kind, um, and it's a planned series of communities in uh, of about 100 homes in Florida set up by Tunnel to Towers Foundation for Gold Star families. Gold Star families um, are like the, the Thorntons. The Thorntons, Danielle and her children, after their husband was killed um, for an active service duty member, um, they were given a mortgage-free home there. Now, here's why this matters. Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders, as well as families of those catastrophically injured, all neighbors living in the same community together. It helps all of them heal. heal. The children grow up together to support one another. It's really a great idea. 
the Let Us Do Good Village. It's only one of the many things that Tunnel to Towers does. Would you please consider giving $11 a month to T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. Now's a great time to join Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code will not be censored for 20 bucks off. really sick and tired of I'm sick and tired of uh, those who claim to bring you the truth on their righteous pedestal and lie to you constantly every day look if I get it wrong I will admit to it and my agenda is not to get Republicans elected because I think Republicans suck My agenda, quite honestly, is if we could find a peaceful way to unplug this computer and plug it back in and reset to factory settings, because I think the whole thing is corrupt. So I don't I don't have an agenda to get somebody elected. My agenda is to tell you the truth. And I believe my calling is to prepare you for troubled times ahead i am i believe my job unfortunately is to warn you and everybody just loves those people don't they i get it i accept it it is my privilege to live at this time and to serve you and the republic at the best of my ability I make mistakes. I will admit those mistakes. I will correct those mistakes. But I will not apologize or change the truth. You know, these these people in Washington and the press, they all say, oh, what about the children? If we could just save one child for everything. It's always about the children. And I have told you over and over again, they don't actually mean that because their policies are impoverishing people. But I don't even have to go there anymore. Reports that 103 unaccompanied migrant children were found Sunday in an abandoned trailer in Mexico. Coupled with a recent New York Times expose on migrant child workers in the United States, casts a spotlight on the underreported aspect of the border disaster. The fate of 325,000 plus alien children that Custom and Borders Protection Officers have encountered at the Southwest border since Joe Biden. 350,000 children. If those children were in the same school district, it would be the sixth largest school district in America. And the press, what about the children? They ignore the children. You know who takes the children? The Health and Human Services Office of Refugee Resettlement. Oh, see, we're doing something. Mm Mm-hmm. Some 271,225 unaccompanied kids that the Border Patrol encountered under Biden have been non-contagious nationals. And so they were sent 
you know, to the Office of Refugee Resettlement. Now, we all know what happens to children when they're unaccompanied. We all know. We all know. Foster system isn't really that great for kids. But the government's here to help. Now, let me just say, the then vice president, Joe Biden, explained in 2014, these smugglers, and everyone should know it and not turn a blind eye to it, routinely engage in physical and sexual abuse and extortion of these innocent young women and men, by and large. Okay, so what are you doing with the 271,225 of these children? Well, we did take some steps. The, um, the Office of Refugee Resettlement slashed the time it spends screening potential sponsors. Cut it, I believe, in half. We got to get these kids out of here. Fiscal year 2022. Office of uh, Refugee and Relocation held these children while screening would-be sponsors for just 30 days. Yes, half the time that Donald Trump was doing it. Now, hmm, what's happening to these kids? Well, the New York Times, you know, they for once did something and are like, we care. We care about what's going on the border. Look what's happening to these children. Uh, they're, they're in some of the most punishing jobs in the country, including roofers, slaughterhouse workers, sawing planks of wood uh, on overnight shifts. Oh, okay. Okay. By the way, just the first year under Biden, the ORR had lost track of about 20 migrant, 20,000 migrant children. I mean, with a population in the billions, what? does 20,000 even mean the number now is likely to be multiples of that but when the administration the last one lost fewer than 1500 kids in 2018 oh cnn washington post it was front page news so i'm a little tired of selective caring I was down at the border under uh, Obama. I was at the border giving things away because I care about the children. I wanted them all sent back, but I wanted them to be fed. I wanted them to see decent people after they had been raped by others on their way. And I took great heat for it. I don't care. Just do the next right thing. That's what your motto should be. Do the next right thing. What is it? And don't care about consequences. I don't really care. And that's where we all have to be. Except what's happening to us is this lying media. I've got, I'm making a list right now. I just want to go through some of the lies that the media has told us just recently, just recently, that are now proven to be lies. They're now having us argue about uh, Joe Biden's budget. Does anyone think that adding $20 trillion to our national debt is a good idea? Anybody? Anybody? 20 
trillion dollars. That's that's his budget. Now, Glenn Beck says it's adding twenty trillion dollars. That would be a debt that would hit fifty one trillion dollars by twenty thirty three. Twenty thirty three. $51 trillion would be our debt. Well, he's not mentioning the, that we're, we're, we're currently, uh, you know, spending a lot more than that. We're, we're going we're gonna to reduce our budget deficit by $3 trillion. Okay, so wait a minute. Hang on just a second. I'm trying to figure out how do you, how do you cut your current spending by $3 trillion, and because of a new budget, you're going to add another 20 trillion to the top? I don't know. I didn't take common core math. Can you show me the uh the work on that one? Show your work. Here's the thing. Spending next year at 6.9 million dollars will be higher than any time during the global pandemic. About trillion above pre-pandemic levels. What what are we, wait, we're, we're, we're adding how much? About 30, 35? No, 55%, right? We're adding 55% in growth. Does anybody think we should grow this government bigger? I, I mean, besides the authoritarians? Have you noticed lately what they're doing to you, your friends, the Constitution? We're going to make them bigger? Now, let me explain this. White House claims the budget plan, if enacted, would reduce the federal budget deficit. There's a difference between deficit and debt. Now, this is how stupid they think you are. How do you add $20 trillion in debt and reduce your deficit by over $3 trillion the same period? Well, let me just... Talk to you about you for a minute. No, the government's not like you. The government is us. And when it comes to math, math is the science. How much do you make a year? That's what they're going to ask you. First thing, you go into a bank. How much do you make a year? Can you show me your budget? How much are you spending? Whoa, you are spending a lot more than you make. And it seems like, oh, gee, uh, looking... You've been doing this for decades. I don't know if you're a good risk. Bye-bye. Right? That's what they would say. If your books, and you said to them, oh, and I haven't made a budget since 2008. I just kind of go with it. You'd be kicked out of the bank. The bank would say, no, I don't think so. But the government is different. And here's the difference. They have the Federal Reserve. Now, the Federal Reserve is the bank of banks. All the biggest banks Run the Federal Reserve. And what has the Federal Reserve been getting from the government? Nothing other than trillions of dollars in bailouts. So the Federal Reserve is there for the United States government. Now, you and I sitting there at the bank would be asked a couple of other questions. What does your long-term debt look like? What's your interest rate on those? Uh, I mean, if it goes up by 2 or 3 or 5%, How are you going to pay for those hikes when you can't pay for them already? Again, we'd be rejected just on that. But if they continued to question, how are you paying for those debts? Well, I mean, 
I've got a sugar daddy. Uh, he pays for everything. Oh, all kinds of questions would be asked then. You, you have a what? Sorry, what? A sugar daddy? Yeah, when I need money, he just goes finds people to, you know, give me the money. I have to pay them back, but I, that's why I don't default on any of my debts. My sugar daddy does it. By the way, if you go into a bank, you go into a bank and you say, I've got a 30% down payment. Okay, I can't figure out how you saved that 30000 Where did that 30000 come from? Oh, I got a sugar daddy that paid, just gave me $30,000. You're rejected for a loan. You can't do that. But somehow it's okay for the government to do that. You know, because my sugar daddy is the Fed. They're the bank of the banks. So now the bank of the bank, my sugar daddy has already loaned me $9 trillion dollars on their books. I have no idea if there's more off the books because nobody's allowed to look at my sugar daddy's books, which would raise all kinds of questions if it were you or me. But they have $9 trillion on the books and, uh, you know, they're eventually going to want to sell it or, you know, be paid off. But things are going to change. Really? Yeah. See, when we want something, we sell bonds. Actually, the Fed oversees the auction with the Treasury and if no one buys them, then our sugar daddy, the Fed, stands up and says, we'll buy them $9 trillion. We'll buy them. So this would be like every time you go to the store and you pull out your credit card, at some point they would say, hang on just a second. And they call all your neighbors in the neighborhood and say, hey, does anybody want to buy this debt? Oh, God, again? Um, okay, I'll buy it. But at some point, your neighbors will look at all the things you're buying the boat that you bought, even though you live in the Sahara Desert. All of the stupid stuff you have purchased. And then look at how you're treating friends, how reckless you are on almost every front, and that you're in a constant fight with your employer, the ones who actually are giving you the money to be able to pay any part of your budget. Well, don't worry. The Federal Reserve is a private corporation, and it's here to give us our fix. Believe me, at some point, the neighborhood begins to ask, what the hell is the sugar daddy getting out of this? I mean, that must be some really hot sex. Nine trillion dollars. What is the real agenda and motive for the sugar daddy to keep this train going? Because a neighbor doesn't go far enough. But the press will just have you arguing over, no, $51 trillion by 2033. Yeah, but we're saving $3 trillion off of the deficit. You go ahead and argue that. The real questions should be, what's really going on with our money? How irresponsible is Washington? And what is the real agenda of our sugar daddy? When you're trying to do something that is complicated and difficult... Maybe even a little scary. <laughs> it's funny, as I was reading the first line of this commercial, I thought, my mouth is dry. Gee, my mouth has been dry for the last two days. Ha. Huh. I think I'm doing something scary. Anyway, uh, maybe even a little scary. It's nice to have a partner, someone who will not only be there, but will be there for you when you need it. God, this is... There's another context going on in my mind with you and me right now. Um, I can't tell you how many times I have noticed this when it comes to buying and selling homes because 
I've moved around a lot over the years, and I've never, I, I'm not competent at selling my house, pricing my, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Oh, we're going to blow up some balloons and have some uh, of the other real estate agents walk the house. Okay. You know, your house is really worth, okay. I don't know. This is why I started my company, Real Estate Agents I Trust, because I wanted to find a way to connect myself and you to the kind of agents that I found out you should be looking for. And I found out what they do because I was working with 500, this according to the Washington or the um, Wall Street Journal, the 500 best real estate agents in the country. And I started talking to them and I learned a lot from them. Well, you need to hire some of those people. Knowledgeable, helpful, they go the extra mile. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Uh, gosh, I've got some really bad news for you. Uh, it's spring ahead weekend. So oh, it is? Yes. Oh, no. So it's going to make watching the Oscars really difficult because ah. we all have to go to bed. Dang it! Dang it! I was so interested <laughs> to see who won out of the bunch of movies I've never heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I, well, I no, Avatar the... has been nominated. a freaking tar Yes, because James picture. Cameron is for the liquidation of useless people, oh. I think. Well, that's a pretty popular concept yeah. in Hollywood, apparently. Oh, we should reduce the surplus population. Oh, thank you, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mr. The Glenn Cameron. Beck program. 